Welcome to the Happiness Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for expansion, activation, and awareness on your spiritual journey through life and business. Today, I'm joined by Dominique Oyston, intuitive speaking coach, song healer, and professional international singer. Dominique has a rare ability to attune herself to the person and the energetics of the voice and pinpoint blockages and offer unique solutions. For over 25 years, she has performed throughout the world and now offers speaking and performance coaching programs to build the confidence and authenticity needed to empower her her clients' full creative potential. Dominique is the speaking coach and performance specialist for purpose-driven women. Her long career plus study of yoga, dance, sound healing, mythic history, and body language makes her a superb teacher of how to authentically serve and inspire from the stage or online. Welcome, Dominique. Hi, Tracy. It's lovely to be here. Yeah, it's lovely to have you. And I just have to say it's Dominique's birthday today. So an extra thank you for joining us today on this magical day for you. Actually, I love having these sorts of conversations on my birthday. It, it makes it extra special. Yes, I, I love it too. I love, I love the energy around it. So today, and I'm excited to talk to you too because I've been in your membership program for quite some time. Um, so I'm really excited to, to interview you and introduce you to my audience as well. So today we're discussing reclaiming the voice of intuition and feminine wisdom. So can you speak to what this means to you? Yes, I can. I, I, ever since I was a little girl, when I was little, I used to spend so much of my time in nature and I would sing to the flowers and I would write stories and I would send them poems and I would try to actually really speak to them and, mm-hmm. and you know, the elementals that uh, accompany the flowers. And the same with fairy parts. I was always looking for sort of ancient tracks. I was born in England and so it was a bit easier to sort of tune into the ley line. And my my parents were quite sort of they're in the theatre, so they, they were quite happy to let indulge me, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. In that sort of fantasy. And what I realized after I'd gone through my conventional career was that that calling to the ancient stories, that calling to the ability to speak and commune with nature and the unseen and the invisible worlds, that had called me all my life. And I had put it aside as fanciful. And I spent most of my life feeling disconnected, like an alien, and and really, I guess, lost mm-hmm. and confused by who I was. And when I re- went back and started to look at all the ancient wisdom that I'd studied when I was younger, I realized that that was my core, that was my calling, that was my soul speaking to me, you know, beyond the convention of the career and the skill sets. And so I started to really dive deep into it. And when I did, I realized that the voice of the feminine had been suppressed for a good three, three and a half thousand years. Mm-hmm. And with that suppression of the feminine voice, you know, and this is, uh, I guess, women in positions of authority, mm-hmm. like regular leadership, guidance, uh, prominence, or just authority, that sovereignty of the female uh, space was mm-hmm. uh, taken away. And what was lost were all these aspects of the voice. Because I came from opera and theatre and Shakespeare and a music theatre. And so 
when I came into the entrepreneurial space, it was like nobody, nobody has this magic. Mm-hmm. Nobody has this access to this magic around the voice. And I started to see a huge need for it and I started to see that it actually linked back to this loss of the feminine voice, you know, for everybody, not just for women, but all these qualities that we associate with the feminine, like the intuitive voice, the wild woman voice, the oracular voice, these um, these gifts and abilities that actually many of us who are intuitive and sensitive have, have been really shut down. And so a lot of healers and light workers step up with half a voice. And so of course, they feel like they cannot bring their voice to the party or they have to be invisible with their voice and they struggle against this story. And yeah, so I guess to me, this return of the feminine voice simply means the return of that whole picture, that full spectrum voice that once we had authority with in ancient times. And so, yeah, my, my work is very much to teach those skill sets once more. Oh, I love it so much. It's just I can feel it in my whole body and my solar plexus just like expands even as you're speaking about it just because it resonates so much. and workers, and you're saying they're showing up with half their voice, like even many of them are not even showing up with that much. So this work is very, very needed right now. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. So much. I, I love the message. Uh, so, okay. So why is it important that right now, like I said, it, it is important right now that we as lightworkers need to focus on reclaiming the voice of intuition and feminine wisdom? Because why now? we need it. Desperately need it. The Dalai Lama said, the world does not need more accountants, mm-hmm. you know, more warmongers, or I can't remember the quote exactly. It needs yeah. more healers. Yeah. It needs more nurturers. It needs more dreamers. It needs more creatives. These are the voices that matter. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that matter, and they're the ones that have been dismissed and devalued and diminished and told that they were sort of too emotional or too fanciful or not sort of interesting or not, just not valuable. Not realistic, yeah. Now we turn our focus in on ourselves and we devalue those aspects within ourselves. And if you are, if that is your core self, you know, like you're actually saying my core self is not valuable. Absolutely. And I have no right to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. I have no right to speak up because in, within myself I have, I'm not valuable enough as I am the voice that I have, the voice that I was gifted with to deliver my purpose. And so right now, you know, we look around the world and the world is, you know, if we continue the way we are, not healing, not taking care, not intuiting, not feeling, not expressing our wisdom, not allowing our emotions to flow, disembodying, going straight into the mind all the time, then, you know, we are going to destroy ourselves. That's a little bit black, but... <laughs> but, hey, uh, it's the truth. We, it's, it's the time to wake up. So we, we all kind of need to hear this. And like what you're saying, I feel like that, that disconnect and that kind of um, feeling like your voice is not important creates so much depression and lack of uh, action and lack of lack of movement 
for those that are really meant to make those changes. So yeah. I agree. Sorry, continue, continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree too. And that, that it is the ones with this sensitivity mm -hmm. and with this light in the voice and who think that that isn't as important as being uh, um, oh, just all the other status symbols that we're mm -hmm. presented with for the voice. And I guess my work is to say now, you are needed now. And if you are needed now, then you must dive in deep to what needs to be healed, what needs to be reclaimed, and what needs to be made sovereign once more in your whole body. So your body delivers your voice, your body delivers your message, your heart delivers your message. Now, now, so th these are the voices that will make the difference. Oh. <laughs> I love it. And I, lo I love how you weave the history throughout all what you do too and kind of coming back to those, those ancient roots of it. And it just, I can just feel it in every cell of my body. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really powerful. So can you give our listeners some like grounded examples of how to begin the process of reclaiming the voice? And also I know that you are open to maybe doing a little bit of toning. So I'd love you to chat a little bit about that too. Yeah, absolutely. The first thing people need to understand is that the voice of the feminine requires embodiment. Mm -hmm. And that means we have to start to feel our voice. We have to start to sense into our voice. We have to start to imagine with our voice. Yes, we have to start thinking with our voice and creating structure, but these other aspects are so important. We have to start actually connecting to the divine within us and that divine self and that cosmic source presence as well and letting that voice flow as well. Now people say these things aren't as practical and I guess my, my suggestion is in reclaiming we actually have to start to say to ourselves I'm allowed to go out and talk to my tree. Yes. I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> I'm allowed to lift my arms up to the sky and go, oh, oh, I am, I am, I am joy. No, out loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is not silly. Exactly. And, and um, you know, doing something like going out into the garden in the morning and, and just a simple, like a simple, um, and then breathing and receiving and feeling the vibration and just recognizing the voice of the heart, something like that, you know, and taking that out of the fanciful and out of the performance realm of, oh, I have to be a good singer or anything like that. I'm just saying I reclaim my voice as a healing tool. I reclaim my voice as a tool of presence to make me present with myself. So I call that grounded. Oh, 100%. That's grounded. Yeah. And, and, other people would not particularly expect that to be a grounding exercise. 
but that is a profoundly grounding exercise. In fact, I would love everyone to do it with me just for one moment. We'll do a tone on a we'll just do a H-U, and I want you to imagine that you have little eyes on the soles of your feet, especially the balls of your feet, like those little chakra points are like eyes. And as you sound, they open up and they look down at the earth. And it's almost like they can see down into the center of that earth and the sound travels right through you. So I'd love you to try that with me now. <clears throat> just We won't do this for very long, but yeah, just... So use the breath and you'll probably feel a little bit of trembling, a little bit of, ooh, <laughs> I'm not used to doing this. Now those moments of, Oh, nerves, excitement, fear, adrenaline, movement. Yeah, just that encountering the divine voice that you have within you. Breathe. Connect with the balls of your feet and open the eyes at the bottom of the feet. Look down to the earth. Open your heart and just tone in your own time. And just rest. And feel that feeling streaming through you of reclamation and of acknowledgement of self. And take a breath and come back in. And you do that once a day or three times a day, something as simple as that, and it will change you. It will change your voice. It will change your life. It's that, the sound is that powerful, the voice is that powerful. We are told again and again in the ancient texts, in all cultures, that sound was with the creative forces at the beginning of time and sound created. Sound shapes matter. Even in physics, sound constructs matter. Everything is constructed according to its vibrational signature. So if we sound ourselves back into presence and strength and sovereignty and value. Um, <coughs> sorry. Then that, that sound will start to become a living force in it and it will start to stream through our speaking voice and it will start to actually free up our throat and free up our message and we'll start to be able to get out loud <laughs> in a very practical way. We'll break through that gateway, that barrier, all those resistances to that threshold of visibility, daring to, daring to be seen and heard, daring that. takes courage. I can just, I just want to share my experience with that too, with that toning that was there. I didn't really want to come back yet. I could have kept going with that for quite a while. But... Um, <laughs> I could feel, and even before you mentioned it, it can feel the magnetic kind of pull of the earth down on the soles of the feet, but then also um, just with the toning, I could feel like my, my crown chakra opening up and beginning to tingle, and it all kind of coming together in a really, um, 
a really strong kind of column of energy and I could feel the solar plexus just kind of like the power expanding right in there. Really powerful, but really grounding, like as a as an actual grounding tool. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think people don't realize how uh, how simple mm-hmm. these practices are or these practices can be with the voice mm-hmm. to actually take you into a, a new vibrational space and a new strength. Absolutely. And like anything, you know, the, the, in yoga, the practice is the gift. The practice yes. is your offering. And it's the same with the voice. The practice becomes your offering to the world, your offering to life. And instead of judging ourselves for being at the beginning and judging ourselves for not being perfect yet, just practice. We practice, we practice, and suddenly we start to shape-shift ourselves. And from that shape-shifted space, then we start to be able to really step up and create impact with our voice. And absolutely. Change the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know what? Uh, starting uh, probably a, a few years ago, and I've always been somebody who thought my voice sounded like kind of weird or, you know what I mean? It just, it, it sounded strange to me. And starting a few years ago, I started getting a lot of uh, like intuitive guidance and Archangel uh, Gabriel was coming to me a lot like, you know, you need, your voice is important, your voice is so important, and for a long time, I didn't even understand what that meant, um, and then I just kind of continued following the breadcrumbs and the intuitive guidance, and now a lot of what I do is, like, guided meditations and using my voice in that way, so it's just really interesting because when I came across your work, it was a time where I, I had opened up myself to the, um, to the, opportunity to the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I had just opened myself up to the possibility that this is important, that there is something else here. So I found whenever I was in the state of closed off, you know, my voice isn't important. This isn't a part of what, my work. This isn't necessarily, this doesn't necessarily matter. Um, I would find that the like toning and things like that, it, they weren't in my realm of feeling like this is going to benefit me. It wasn't until I kind of set myself out there that, oh, this, this might be something that's important. So I'm just kind of encouraging our listeners, if you feel like something about this is kind of calling to you, but you're not really sure, keep exploring it a little bit further and just kind of allow yourself to open up to the unknown of it and just kind of allow yourself to dive into it a little bit. Because if you're feeling resistance towards it a little bit, I know like I did a few years ago, then there's definitely a lot of good stuff in there for you. There is. And the voices, I always liken it to the treasure chest at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And it's an incredible treasure chest and you have to dive deep for it. Yes. Because it has so much of the skills of the ancient voice have been forgotten. Mm-hmm. And as you, like you mentioned that we don't really know. Like we don't know about this realm anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't know about the mystery of the voice. We don't know about those ancient skill sets and those ancient magical abilities and the things that people used to be able to do with their voices in ancient times. And all we have is these sort of feelings of there's something there, but I don't really know what it is and I wouldn't know who to talk to about it. And I wouldn't know what that means for me because I can't see it and I can't feel it. And I have no, I guess, no landing places Mm -hmm. to actually understand or reference that feeling that is like this this river inside me that is somehow saying 
my voice um 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 my voice uh something yeah. <laughs> i don't know what that is my voice something i'm feeling of seeing no you know all that yep that whole sort of bundle of it's like being in the midst mm-hmm. and this is where so many of us with amazing messages and amazing gifts that are voice gifts Ah, we're in that mist of I don't know what that is. And so I guess part of my work is to say that's a real thing. That is actually a calling. Yeah. That is a calling to explore and to go diving with the mermaids down to the bottom of the ocean through those feelings and open up that treasure chest and start to look at the treasure and go, oh, my gosh, look at this. That's amazing. I could do this. I could do that. Oh, and then the world opens up. Absolutely. And you are the guide to take everybody there. So definitely, definitely, if you're feeling even a little bit of resonance with this, then go check out more about this. Well, I guess I'm fortunate in that I've had a lot of different kinds of vocal experiences. Yes. Uh, I was raised on Shakespeare and poetry, and I... I used to, I guess I learned to read very young, and so I was always reading out loud, mm-hmm. loved reading out loud. And then I ended up being a singer, an opera singer, then in music theatre, and then I spent 10 years with a corporate act. So I had to learn to, you know, ice break with my voice to concrete cutters or a big sort of room of 2,000 lawyers or, you know, and to build the voice pathway of communication in that corporate environment. And then on the, on the side, my secret life, I was studying yogic voice and I did a five-year intuitive sound healing training with the voice and all these different modalities, Irish music. And, uh, yeah, it's sort of all come together and I had a big fear pathway. So I understand the fear and that little terror around being powerful with the voice as well. Yes. Yes, that's, yeah, that's not to be overlooked too, because I feel like that's what's causing a lot of the resistance is, you know, so, so many thousands of years of it being suppressed and it not being safe and it not being okay. So now as we're waking up, we need to retrain ourselves that this is not only okay, it's needed and it is exactly where we're headed right now. Yeah, and there's lots of things we can do to make it feel safe again. Yes. Um, that's a big part. Well, you would know because you're in the Goddess Voice Academy, but... Yeah, lots of practices to help us feel safe and mm-hmm. help us connected again. And once yes. we feel connected to that flow of the divine energy in our own voice, we start to claim it. And then once we start to claim it, it's like, oh, now I can actually be sovereign with this. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's such good stuff. I resonate with your message so much. I'm, I'm so excited to be sharing this. So mo- moving right along, because I feel like I could continue chatting to you um, all, all evening for you, morning for me. So a question that I ask all of my guests, can you tell me about a time when you created happiness alchemy in your life? So when you turned a struggle or challenge into growth and empowerment? Yeah, um, I, I was, as I said, I was incredibly frightened with the voice and I came to singing because at school basically I sang because I couldn't think of anything else to do but also other people told me you should sing Mm -hmm. and because I had no sense of my own definition I I really thought I was useless Mm -hmm. I just did what other people told me to do and so I sang and I sang and I sang and I put my whole heart and soul into it and I never spoke like I did not like I could not speak like I am now, 
that part of my voice was really silent and really constricted and terrified. And one of the things that I did is that I hung out with people who were more courageous than me. Mm. It was one of the best things that I did. I'd ha I used to literally, and by hang out, I mean do jobs with or kind of study with or you know, make friends with people who are more courageous with their voice. And I learnt from them, like, a, you know, like a little puppy dog sort of tagging around <laughs> with my own skill set and my own gift to bring. But I, I wanted to learn courage. I wanted to learn how to be brave enough to speak my truth to anybody, anywhere, anytime. And so that, that struggle of not being able to speak my truth at all I, I created, I guess, a purpose around, yeah, finding the people who could teach me courage. Right. And from that, I learned about courage. I learned about confidence. I learned how to be incredibly brave with my voice. I'm constantly now, like, using my own skill sets to keep stepping up and keep, uh, I guess, creating – and every time you're courageous with your voice – it makes you happy. Yes. Yes. It yes. Does. Absolutely. Yeah. So every little courageous step that we take on behalf of our deeper truth, like it has to be on behalf of your soul, it has to be on behalf of that real core self expression. Every time we take a little tiny, tiny step of courage, it makes us happy. It makes our heart lift with joy. So that's, that's, I guess, my example of that. I love that. It's true. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like your self-belief. That, that courage kind of creates that self-belief that I can do this. And then it kind of opens and opens and opens. And it kind of continues to spiral things for you. So that's a really great example. Yeah, and I, I had to do that by modeling to start yes. with. Yes, yeah. Modeling. And I did that with my whole heart and being. <laughs> I was yeah. like... Who can teach me? Who can teach me? So really, I was a, a passionate student. I love that so much. All right. Okay. So as we're wrapping up here, I'm definitely encouraging our listeners to check out more about you, your work, and where can listeners go to find you online? And I find the work that you do um, so original and so, so powerful. So I'm, again, I'm stressing that to listeners. Definitely, definitely go check Dominique out. So where can they go to find you online and what are you working on? Yeah, so I have two Facebook pages. One is just Dominique Oyston and the other is Goddess Voice Academy. And, of course, I have my two primary programs, which are the Goddess Voice Academy membership and I have the Intuitive Healing Voice uh, course, which is about becoming a sound healer because I think that this is a really important tool to bring back into the healing modalities. In ancient times, all like all healers knew how to use their voice as well as yes. their instruments and their hands. Like the voice was a key part of your healing toolkit. And so I'm reintroducing that. And uh, a lot of us need the physical skill sets on how to relax our throats without getting tired. And I have those physical skill sets from my sort of operatic training and my acting training. Yeah, so that's quite useful. Absolutely. So I'm going to link to all that stuff in the show notes below. So anything else that you want to share with us as we end up this episode? Yeah, I do want to share that your voice is needed. 
and do not underestimate your voice. Just because it isn't flowing at the moment, just because it isn't functional in the way you want it to be at the moment, just to realize that you are not alone in this. This is an incredible threshold that so many women are standing at the, it's like we're at the edge of evolution. It is literally like there are hundreds and thousands of us lining up to step over into that space where we start to reclaim our voice en masse. And when that happens, when that balance tips, I want you to be part of it. I really want you to be part of that because it's going to be amazing. Thanks for tuning in. Visit happinessalchemy.com for your free shamanic journey and to learn about the Happiness Alchemy Sacred Library, have a magical day.